Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. The last week of January, isn't it? Ah, crazy. It is crazy. January 23rd. Yes. Year of our Lord, 2023. 2023. Let's remember that. I, I tell you what, this day's been marked on my calendar for a while. Why? First time I've been called to jury duty. Ooh. So, so I'm, you're I'm, not actually here right now. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that... Uh, the first time ever or the first time since you've been here in Florida? No, actually the first time ever. Wow. I, you know, I've always tried to be kind of civically active and register to vote and participate in elections and everything. I guess... I guess I've just been lucky. I don't know. My number hasn't come up yet, but but today it has. Dude, I was called to jury duty in Texas. I was called to jury duty in Tennessee. I was called to jury duty in Indiana. I was called to jury duty twice when I lived in Pasco County, and I have been in Hillsborough County here in Florida two years, and I have been called for the third time. Really? Yes. Well, you there must be a, you have a judicious way about you, I guess. Well, no, they never choose me. Uh, well, I always get dropped off. I don't know why they keep inviting me. I want all of our text talk listeners to be sure to tune in in three weeks, and I'll <laughs> tell you how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we better get recording ahead of time in case you get sequestered. So we're in Psalm seventy four this week. So that's right. <laughs> we better get that done before they cart you off. <laughs> So hope for it's good going, things. Hope it's, hope it's going to be going a team well. player. Going to be a team player. My guess is they don't call me at all. Oh, yeah. yeah they never want preachers. <laughs> no, so. they don't. Okay, that, Psalm 74. A mascal of Asaph. I will be reading from the English Standard Version. Oh, God, why do you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Direct your steps to the perpetual ruins. The enemy has destroyed everything in the sanctuary. Your foes have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They set up their own signs for signs. They were like those who swing axes in a forest of trees and all its carved wood they broke down with hatchets and hammers. They set your sanctuary on fire. They profaned the dwelling place of your name, bringing it down to the ground. They said to themselves, we will utterly subdue them. They burned all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. There's no longer any prophet, and there's none among us who knows how long. How long, O God, is the foe to scoff? Is the enemy to revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the fold of your garment and destroy them. Yet God, my king, is from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your might. You broke the heads of the sea monsters on the waters. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You gave him as food for the creatures of the wilderness. You split open springs and brooks. You dried up ever-flowing streams. Yours is the day. Yours also the night. You have established the heavenly lights and the sun. You have fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffs and a foolish people reviles your name. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to the wild beasts. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have regard for the covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of the habitations of violence. Let not the downtrodden turn back in shame. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, defend your cause. Remember how the foolish scoff at you all the day. Do not forget the clamor of your foes, the uproar of those who rise against you, which goes up continually. I like this psalm. 
I like the song because there's an, a lot of action in okay. the song. A lot of okay. action. You know, this we, we've had plenty of these where oh, it's terrible times, and I need the God as my refuge. I'm hiding in a cave. Um, what what we have here is kind of this recounting of deeds. It sounds like uh, Jerusalem's been sacked, the temple's been destroyed, um, all is lost, and he's calling God to respond. He's calling God to action, uh, laying it all out before God and say, do something about it. I think that is absolutely happening. I do have to tell you, and uh, you, you can help me walk through this one because here we are. We're Psalm 74. We're been doing these conversations for three and a half years, years now. By the way, yeah, so long, so, so very, so very long. long. So, yeah. and, and here we are. By the way, today is episode 101 of is season right? four. Okay. Yeah, so we've been doing this now for 100 episodes, just talking about the Psalms this second time. And frankly, I've come to a Psalm that I honestly don't know what to do with. Okay. I mean, on the surface, I get exactly what you said. Yes, Jerusalem has been sacked, and he's calling God to do something about it. Yes. Okay, I get that. That is obviously happening. Mm-hmm. I do not understand why he gets away with the way he does it. He gets away with it. Yeah. Like how it makes the cut. I don't understand how a psalmist, after the sacking of Jerusalem, can ask a question, God, why is this happening? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I just, I, I don't understand it. If, if you've got a person who is a prophet, mm-hmm. who is inspired, mm-hmm. who's supposedly faithful, mm-hmm. does he not know the answer to that question? And why does he not know the answer to that question? Hmm. Does he not know how long it's going to be? And why does he not know how long it's going to be? Because God actually sent his prophet and told them how long it was going to be. Yes. And we actually do know why this is like this, because they've been a bunch of awful, rotten sinners. They haven't loved God. They haven't loved their neighbor. If this psalm had even just a, a, a minuscule amount of, we've been terrible sinners, please forgive us, I think... I think my struggle with this psalm would go away, Mm. but it's not. There's none of that. There's, hey, you let this happen. Why have you let this happen? Why are you going to keep letting it happen? Why haven't you done something about this yet? And it just, I'm I'm really struggling with what to make of this, and then even how to apply it for us today. Okay. Well, that does sound tough. <laughs> and yet, I know we're going to talk about it for over an hour um, <laughs> throughout the week. Yeah, yeah. throughout the week. So. I mean, I guess so. I get the sense because I've already let you know this, even when the mics were off. I get the sense when I say that to you, you feel like I'm a little bit like, "What is your problem, Edwin?" So, I, I mean, I'd like to give me some explanation. Well, I, I guess um, again, I know it's poetry. I know that the psalmist is writing the human voice and the human perspective. And I know that in a prolonged, if this is set to the first time this uh, occurred, the destruction of the temple, and then you've got this 70 years of captivity, it's entirely possible that there's been plenty of years of sorrow and repentance and suffering. And, uh, and now it's just the question, you know, how much, how much longer? Mm. I, I don't think it's beyond, because, because sorrow for sin and repentance, I mean, it could be I don't know if, if you're reading it as like ignorance of this or some type of a pride creeping in that I won't admit there's any fault of mine. I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes those things can be a given and you're still wondering how long. Mm. You're still wondering how long, even though God revealed exactly how long it was going to be. Well, listen, I, again, I, I guess you're saying the psalmist is, is ignorant about these things. and I, I don't know if he is or not. 
Mm-hmm. He, he didn't write about him. He didn't write about him. Daniel, he reads Jeremiah. He knew precisely how long it was going to be. And so when he gets to the 70 years, he says, oh, here's what we're supposed to do now. Yeah. We're supposed to pray. God actually, I, my struggle is all of the questions this guy has, God actually gave them information from the prophets. He told them exactly all the answers to these questions. Okay. And so, I mean, especially in the psalm, he says, we have no prophet, so we don't know how long. No, they did have a prophet, Jeremiah. He told them how long. I'm just really struggling with that. I'm really struggling. So here's the deal. Okay, so let's come around. I am struggling. Now, I have studied it. I've gotten some things out of it that I know we're going to be talking about throughout the remainder of the week. Here's where I want to start for us this week. And that is, you know what? The Bible is tough. (laughs) Yeah. The Bible is tough. And I think one of the things that I've had to learn over the years, and I think Psalm 74 has reminded me of this, this is not what I expect. All right, now I'm, I'm looking at you, and we don't have video, and, and I can see that you're like, I don't know what your problem is, Edwin. Okay, I get that. Yeah. All right. But the, the reality is we all come to passages in the Scripture that give us trouble. Right. We all come to passages where we're like, I just don't understand this one. I don't know what it is. I don't. Sometimes you come to passages like I don't even like it this way. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. True. I don't like what's going on here. And I think one of the things we have to learn is we get the Bible God gave us, mm-hmm. not the one we expected, mm-hmm. and sometimes not even the one we wanted. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, as I walk with the Lord, as I strive to grow in Christ, as I strive to understand, there becomes that temptation when I come to passages I don't like, when I come to principles that I'm not exactly happy with. I want to mold them and make them fit in some way that just corresponds with I, with what I wanted and what I expected. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think what I'm learning here, what I'm being reminded of here, is I don't get to do that. I have to take this as it's given. I have to take it as it's given, and I have to figure out, okay, what did God want me to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Not how can I make this fit what I expected. Not how can I make this fit inside my nice, neat little box that I can package up. But what do I get Mm-hmm. What what does God want this to teach for me and for the, all those who are reading? And there's a lot of different places like that in Scripture. Yeah. And for a lot of people, it's different, different ones. Right, yeah. No, I, I think all that's great observations, really yeah. fair. I mean, have there ever been places that, that you've come to and you're like, I don't get it, i got to figure this out, and it's got to change me instead of me changing it? Yeah, I Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's what we read the Bible for. It needs to change us. <laughs> I mean, I am looking at you and you're just like, I don't even know what the point is here, Edwin. <laughs> just I'm not sure how to add on. You you've you you you're you're working this through. <laughs> you're working this through. Well, yeah, I you know, as far as the the larger lesson and a great takeaway is as it is presented to us. Yeah. And, you know, a great case study here is this psalm because you've even kind of talked about, well, they should have known because Daniel knew in Babylon. <laughs> well, he well they shouldn't act like they've done nothing wrong because we know they've done something wrong and we've all done wrong things. Um, and no, no, I, no. And I'm, I, not, I'm, I'm not. Look, I'm, I'm not saying, well, they should have known they've done something wrong because we've all done wrong things. They should have known they'd done something wrong because God said, you're sinning. I'm sending prophets. They're telling you you're doing wrong. You're not repenting. And now we've got this psalm from a guy who should have all these questions answered, and he's just acting like, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, one of the things that comes through to me from this psalm yeah. is that his appeal is not really about uh, help us or do something for us, mm. right? Yeah. 
he comes back to the cause of God. Yes. And he hits all of these marks in the psalm about it's your house that's been defiled, and it's your covenant you need to remember, Mm -hmm. and it's the scoffers that are all winning right now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if the temple gets repaired and good things happen for the covenant, that does benefit the people of God. Sure. Um, But... One of the things I thought when I read it is that there's there, there's not a lot of selfishness in it from from Asaph or his descendant, whoever wrote it, about yeah, get me point. get me out of the jam. Good point. Um, but all of this desolation after all of this period of time, it, it's it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, calling God back to His cause, I thought that was such an interesting phrase. Yeah, the cause of God there in the last verse. Yeah. So one of the things is, I know that a lot of people today, they will find things in Scripture that bother them. So I get it. We go into the, New, the Old Testament, and there's a lot of slavery. That's a big one that people bring up today. That bothers people. That bothers people. They're like, I don't like it. I don't know why God allowed it. Yep, yep, And yep. so all of a sudden, they start making accusations against God and his injustice. Right. And or, or then they find where God, because of his judgment, wipes out a town. Or like in in all the people, even the kids, yeah, the animals, and we start taking a look at that. And because of our moral sensitivities that we have today, which we have today because of the New Testament, by the way, yeah, which we that. have today because of Jesus and because of what He taught. Yeah. So we have these newly developed moral sensitivities because that's where God got us through the Scripture. And we go back and look at where people were and how God dealt with them, and we're like, well, that can't be right. And w- what? Because it does not fit within the little box of what we expect and what we want, people turn away from God. Mm-hmm. Instead of going back and saying, you know what? I just need to figure out why this is the way God worked. I need to figure out what is, what's the meaning here and how did God work through this? Again, it needs. I take the Bible as God has given it to me, not the way I want it, the way I expect it. I need to let it change me rather than me trying to change it. And I think that's the important thing. And I, Psalm well, seventy four has reminded me of that. Maybe that's what this Psalm does then, because of the uh, the the lack of the information about the seventy years, or the lack of the information about this cause of situations. Maybe it's to prompt these Israelites to say. Why is this so? Why mm-hmm. is this going so long? Yeah. And then they go, look. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. I know we're going to talk some more about these things. I, I really do. The, the point you made about his name and his cause, I do want to come back to that because that's one thing that I, as I've worked through this, that has been really beneficial for me. So, But we need to wrap up for today. So why don't you lead us in prayer? Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for the time to be in your word and to look at this psalm. A, a dark place for the psalmist and a dark time for Israel is recorded in this poem. We pray that we might learn positive lessons from it, particularly a humility, Father, to take your word as it is presented to us and not try to change it, but Father, to allow it to change us. Pray for great wisdom, Father, in whatever judgments or decisions we're called upon to make today. May they be the decisions that bring glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.